Hey, welcome back to the City Boy Rock Podcast. You are listening to episode 28. I'm one of your hosts, Vincent Trin. I'm one of your other hosts, Ray Takar. I'm the third and final host, Kenny Okafor. And this week, NBA action is, is, we're deep in NBA action, and we got so much to talk about. Um, the Pelicans just got bounced out of the playoffs, and we're going to give you guys our breakdown on what happened. Uh, we're also going to give you guys our breakdown for that PG versus Dame uh, drama and our takeaways from that game. And finally, we're going to talk about the play of the Lakers and the Bucks. If that's concerning or not, whether it's not trying, who knows? We're talking about that. Yes, sir. All NBA today. Very busy show. Thank you all so much for listening. See you all soon. See Thank you. you. Hey, what is going on, y'all? How are y'all doing today? I'm great, bro. How are you? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling too. Um, I think we have all been watching the games. Uh, Kenny has been high on the Suns. They're still undefeated. They're playing right now. Actually, I don't know the score. Uh-huh. They're up. They're up. Wow. Okay. They might be. They might go eight and zero in this bubble. But uh, Kenny's been right on that. Um, I mean, hey, a lot of crazy stuff has been going on. The one thing I want to talk about to jump off the start off the show is one of the teams that we all expected to do a decent job in these play in, play in these seeding games did a horrible job. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans came into they, this bubble with the easiest schedule. The NBA literally gave them the easiest schedule. Uh, they shouldn't even be in these playoffs to be honest, or in these seeding games to be honest. And they they laid an egg. Simple as that. They went two and four. Uh, Zion's minutes were just all over the place. The, the the team just didn't look ready, and um, I want to ask what y'all your takeaways are on the Pelicans team. Is it a disappointment or is it because they're inexperienced? I'll start. Who wants to take four? Oh my! I I it was disgusting to watch. This was a complete and utter disappointment. Um, I just didn't see the effort that I saw from them earlier this season. It was just teams just had the paint wide open. Like it was room service every single time. Um, there was no rim protection, really not much effort fighting through screens. Like even guys like Drew Holiday, Lonzo Ball, guys who are, have been good defenders throughout their careers. Drew Holiday, an All NBA defender. Um, I just didn't see the the fight in them that I thought I would see from a team that is was had their back against the wall. They needed to win these games, and they wet the bed. And it was probably one of the most disappointing. Um, uh, experience or uh, performances from a team that I've seen in a while with all this hype coming in. Um, it was, I, I just could not stand to see that defense being played. Like it was so hard to watch. I, I know what you guys are like. I know, you know what I'm talking about with that Kings game. Like I think that, that was, game, I think once we saw that game, I think we were all just like, yep, they're not making playoffs after that game. Yeah. I saw their problems from the beginning, the end of the Jazz game. To me, to me, it's a disappointment, but it it is also because they're young and inexperienced. I think over, give them a couple more years, they'll get things right. But the way that the hype that they came into the restart with, that definitely plays into the amount of disappointment that I see. Like Sherry said, they didn't have effort at all. Rebounding is a very, a very big issue that they must fix. Yeah, Lonzo was. Needs to become an offensive threat, or he won't be a good player in NBA. I'm sorry, because one, how many, how many threes he making in the, in the what's it called in the bubble? I think he shot a total of five, he went five to twenty six, I believe. Yeah. 
That's 19, 18%, I believe. That, that is not good enough at all. He has to be better. They have to step it up. But they show the effort to show the world that they want to be the best team in the league one day. And right now, I don't see that fight in them. Um, I just want to start off by saying that the uh, Pelicans, um, don't get me wrong, their offense is there. Like, offense, they're always going to bring their A game for their offense. Um, I feel like when I watch this team, it's it's more like they don't care if the other team scores. They're just they're they're wishing that they're they're hoping that the other team will miss a shot so they can get the ball back and score because they know they can score. I mean they're averaging over 100, 105 points every game in these in this bubble. Um, I mean we can look back at the Kings game specifically. They were they were keeping pace with the Kings until the third quarter when the Kings or actually the first quarter already the Kings dropped forty nine points in the first quarter, and then. The third quarter, once you made your halftime adjustments, the King come out and drop 40 points. I don't know what the disconnect of the team is. I don't know if it's Gentry just not getting to the players, or I don't know if it's the players not wanting to be there, but um, they got to fix it. I mean, Zion, I feel like Zion, I mean, at times he was disappointing. I feel like his rebounding numbers were way too low. Mm-hmm. Um, he did look out of shape. He, he's been looking a little bit – I think – I mean, he looked bigger to me than he was before the bubble, to be honest. He was also forcing a lot at times. Like, oh, I don't know. I just felt like he was kind of out of control at times. Like, not all the time, but, like, I saw a few plays in the fourth quarter yesterday. He was just just ramming himself into double teams. They were, they were bringing that second defender every time. I feel like he's a smart enough player to recognize that and not just bulldoze into the paint and go into that double team and take a bad shot. Yeah. The thing, the thing is, people forget because how good he was when he played before the reach. So people forget he's a rookie, but like that, these are things that I will come with time. Yeah, for sure. For I, sure. I, no, Defense, I for sure think reading, that. Reading the game with a slow down is all things that come with time. So it's not, it's not anything to worry about for now. It's just disappointing to see all around. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel anything- like the effort was the the most disappointing. That's just. Like that just set me off from the beginning, and that's why I've that's why I've been so critical of them. No, for yeah, for no, for sure it was the effort. I feel like I mean, offensively they were fine, especially on defense. Like you saw guys jogging back. I remember yesterday. I think uh, I think Zion hit the floor or something. Spurs get a fast break. Zion's jogging back. I don't know if he was tired or I mean, you just got to get back, man. You just got to get up and get back, especially if you're in the hunt for the playoffs. Like nothing is guaranteed for the Pelicans. They came into this for these play-in games, knowing that they had to win a decent amount of games in order to get that ninth seed. And, I mean, they the, the Clippers literally lost the game, or the Clippers literally beat the, the Blazers the day right before the Spurs game. And then I thought the Pelicans would come out with some type of energy or, or some, type of, um, some type of hustle, but they just didn't show up against the Spurs either. The Spurs were starting to just – I mean, they were getting open shots. Uh, uh, was the – DeMar DeRozan was living in the paint. I mean, he could get any shot he wanted, mid-range, whatever. I feel like the Pelicans just didn't care. And then the other thing I noticed is that once the once Gentry put on the bench, I feel like the bench wanted it way more in the starters. Yeah. Frank Jackson. Guard. You can clearly see. Like, that Frank Jackson. Yeah, Frank Jackson, Josh Hart, mm-hmm. uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I mean, Jackson Hayes, they all played with a, a hustle. Like, um, they had yeah, a lot. They, yeah, you could tell, like. They they really wanted to win that game. They changed that game yesterday. That lineup, that, yeah. those four guys and Drew Holiday, they locked up. Because the Pelicans, they, they were down by I think twenty, at third midway through the third quarter against the Spurs, and then the bench brought them back, and then Gentry put the starters back in, and then you know, 
Uh, I mean, it's just it's a disappointing team. That's all I'm going to say. I feel like this team had so much hype coming into the bubble because they were playing so well right before. But, uh, I mean, it's just disappointing because I've seen them play better when they have fans in the stands. I don't know what it is, especially Lonzo. i got to go on Lonzo for a second because I mean, he, played, he he yeah. awful. One of my Terrible. favorite players coming into this bubble, and he left me with just actual, like, I can't stand watching him anymore. I literally sent Kenny and Shrey these two clips of Lonzo. I think it was against the, the Wizards, the worst defense in the league. He literally calls for the ball. He has a wide-open layup, passes out of it against the Wizards, and, like, just get, just get your numbers up. It doesn't matter, man. But I don't understand why. I feel like he – something happened with his head. I mean, you saw the hesitation. And yeah, especially back, in the paint. Like, come on, you're 6'7". Yeah, it, the paint is one thing. The three-point – I mean, I, I feel like this season he, his confidence was sky high at the beginning of the, or before the bubble. I mean, he was shooting threes, like, with 37%, I think, from three. And, um, I mean, what we saw in the bubble, he was, like – he would pump fake and then dribble – get a travel or just turn it over. I mean, this just looked horrible. And uh, Lonzo, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him in these bubbles. It hasn't been kind to him. Um, Brennan Ingram has shown signs of of excellence at times, but at other times I feel like he's just forcing shots. Um, and sometimes the effort is just not there. I think that's the, the issue of the entire team. Um, the effort is just not there sometimes. He's a little too fast sometimes. It's also very demoralizing when – you're just getting constantly killed on the boards like they've been these games. Like, yesterday I saw Jakob Pertl and Drew Eubanks were just killing them on the boards. It's, it, that hurts the morale of the team. Like, offensive rebounds, like, that's a very, very demoralizing thing to endure as, as a team. And I feel like that also adds into, like, that effort level. Like, they were just I think they were just gassed at times, just trying to like fight for offensive or defensive boards, and they weren't. They they just couldn't get them. They're just not big enough. Yeah, I mean, going back to the Kings game, the most re- the the player with the most rebounds on the team was Drew Holiday, as the guard with five rebounds against the Kings. Ingram Zion got to do. Zion had two rebounds that game. How many did Drew have? Drew had five, and that was the, that was, that led the team. Against the Kings, that's just that's not that's and, not Ingram at six. Yeah, but still, that's not enough, bro. You got to put a body on someone. Yeah, I know. I, I know small ball is is the new you know the new trend in in the NBA, but I mean, I feel like this team is just not built for like the Rockets. They're not built like the Rockets. It's not everybody can shoot threes like that. But uh, I mean, it's just disappointing, man. If Russell oh, Westbrook, yeah. if Russell Westbrook can average ten rebounds at six three. There's no reason why Zion Williamson not averaging 15. Why Brandon Ingram not averaging nine. Yeah, I, they should be at least getting more than two. Like, Zion, that's unex, inexcusable. Two rebounds, that's not enough. Yeah, if you're six seven, what, near 300 pounds, bro, just box him out, man. Nobody's going to get within any, any feet of you, bro. We've seen Zion go up and just rip the ball out of someone's hand. We have, that needs to be on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that'll come for sure, though. With I think he – it's hard to get in rhythm, too, because he was playing, like, random spurts. And then one game he played 14 minutes, then it'd be 23, and then back to 15. So it's kind of hard to get yourself in that condition and rhythm. So I feel like that was also hurting him on the boards because he was expending so much energy just to get into the paint every single time. I feel like it was hard for him to get back down the court, get himself in position for those rebounds. So I think that 
as his conditioning gets better, but um, going all around, um, I don't know. I'll uh, hopefully next year it'll be better. I think they need to change. But yeah, go ahead. I think change, the coaching should change. I don't think Gentry. I don't think Gentry's the guy for them. Gentry's been there for a minute. I don't remember that. Oh, wait, how long has he been there for? A few years, right? Three years. I think four, years, four, years? Yeah. four years. Yeah, I think this was. His yeah, I mean, year. I, I feel like I'll, I'll give him another year. I feel like I'll give him another year. This is the first year with the brand new team, like so many new pieces. I feel like they were doing well before the bubble. I just feel like he didn't have them prepared for it at all. Like they just came in there lack, like just lacking energy or something. I don't, I don't remember yeah. one game where they had that energy besides that Grizzlies game where they played great. They locked up that Grizzlies game, and then I don't know what happened after that. They just fell off. Um, yeah. Any, any, you got anything else to say about this team? Do better. Yeah. They just – I feel like um, they all need to get – just get some shots up because, uh, yeah, like Lonzo, Zion, I feel like they need to start being more confident on the perimeter, um, especially Lonzo. Like, that was very – that was – that was just yeah. terrible. I, I, it was hard it to really, watch. Um, it really hurts your offense when your point guard is not that from the perimeter. Exactly. Like, it was basically four on five. This dude would just not would, shoot. This is what he would do. He would bring up the floor and then just lay it off to B.I. or whoever the other guard was and, or, the, or the forward or, or Zion. Run to the corner and literally sit there. Sit in the corner. But the thing yeah. is, if you're not going to shoot from the corner, why are you just sitting in the corner? Like, go set screen yeah. do and, something, bro. Don't understand. Yeah. And shots he would be taking before the restart, he was just passing up on. He would, like, pump fake and just pass it right away. Like I saw there was this one possession um, in the fourth. Ingram drove in and kicked it out to Lonzo, who was relatively open. For the NBA, he was pretty open. He just immediately just passed it I've back noticed to that a lot. I noticed like, that a lot about him. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did t- – Bleacher Report, I think, tweeted out his numbers in the bubble, and then he said, you know, post my numbers next year. Well – I want to see I want to see Lonzo because I mean, <laughs> yo, I mean, how why you why didn't you just show up here, bro? Like I don't understand. There has to be if there's a reason, say it. Like too busy, too busy making rap. That's what I'm saying. Bro. I mean, I feel like he, the Pelicans or him. I don't think he wanted to be in the bubble. That's honestly like I don't think he wanted to show up because because it seemed like he didn't yeah. care at all. Um, yeah, and I never like I saw all these stories and stuff of him. Doing everything but shooting a basketball. Yeah, we saw weights. And I know his house has a hoop. I know his house has a hoop. Of course. We've all seen that hoop. He has a full court in his house, and I didn't see him shoot a basketball. I saw him running routes. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. But I didn't see him shoot a that. basketball. Yeah, I saw him running routes. I saw him uh, lifting weights, uh, bad form, horrible form, actually. And then I also saw him yeah. rapping, making a rap album, but, I mean, not getting shots up, which is interesting. So, I mean, I think Lonzo just needs to refocus. And maybe I think that he needs his offseason because uh, before this bubble, I mean, I was very high on Lonzo. So, I don't know what happened. I think L.A. is just a problem for him. He can't be No, I, th- I think too so long. too, man. Like, you got to go back to New Orleans and just focus. And, uh, yeah. I mean, and my expectations for Zion coming to next season, at least 15 pounds lighter, man. Because this, 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 yeah. you know, these minutes, this, like, if he's going to play his entire career, if they're just going to babysit him the entire career, why would you even draft him, man? Like, that's just. Exactly. He's in the NBA. He played, now, he, played the whole, he played the whole season at Duke, fine. And, I mean, granted, NBA is a lot different. It's a lot longer. But still, he's not a baby. Yeah. Like, yeah he's a face of the franchise. Yeah. You can't just coddle him and just 
grooming. The the fact that this dude is like getting barely any minutes and still puts up twenty five like it's nothing. It, that that shows just how great he is. Like he's not in shape. He's clearly not in shape. Not he's not um conditioned as well as he could be. And he's still dropping twenty five. So we know he has it in him. Yeah. He just needs. I think he just needs an off season to just get. Um, to like be healthy and get everything together, and I think he'll be fine. Like it, it's nothing to be super concerned about. I think he just needs to drop the weight sure. and then get into condition. I think he'll be fine. a healthy Zion will play so much better defense, man. I feel like he's so slow on defense. They're so slow. <laughs> yeah, on du- on Duke he was so. I don't know what happened. Defense. I don't like, know what happened, man. But it's, yeah, yeah, we'll see. But um. Yeah, I think that that's, that should do it for our Pelicans rant. We got to move yeah, on to teams that are actually relevant now. 15 minutes on the Pelicans. Uh, next topic right now, we got – I mean, I think everybody saw this on Saturday. Oh, hold up. At the hold on. I have one thing to add about the weight. Oh, go ahead. Look at, look at Barkley. He will he will bang his rookie, rookie year. That was a big dude. He went from, like, near 300 pounds to 250. In one offseason. Like, in one offseason. And look what his career led to. Yeah, and Barkley's never been the guy to be in shape either. And he was still – he won an MVP, put up crazy numbers. So, I mean, Zion can definitely do things like that. Especially so, nowadays with, like, the food now is so yeah. much easier to get, like, healthy food. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, moving on from that, we're going to go to another team that we're going to – or another – these two players that have a lot of history. Uh, I think everybody saw the game on Saturday afternoon. It was between the Blazers and the – Clippers, uh, Kawhi sat out that game. Pat Bev was out that game as well. Um, but Dame had a chance to tie the, or to win the game. He had two free throws. Blazers were down two um, or down oh, one. one. Blazers one. were down one. He had two free throws. He missed both, clanked them actually. And then um, Pat Bev, you could hear him in the, in the back, was just like he was laughing. Yeah, he was just geeking over there in the back. Paul George wasn't even in the game. Um, after the game, Paul George was like, Paul George was like, yeah, it's a miss or make league. Um, you got to make those. You know, I think that was throwing a little bit of shade right there. But um, And then I think Bleacher Report posted this thing about Dame missing the two free throws. And then you see uh, Pat Bev in the comments say Cancun on three, uh, which I think references to him being out, is going to be bounced out of the playoffs. And then PG comments, yeah, we're going to get you out this year as well or something like that. Yeah, respect. Yeah, respect. And then – Dame said, "Boy, stop running away from your. Uh, stop. You can't stay with one team. You're just gonna keep running away." And then basically just, basically saying PG not first option, man. So, um, I mean, with that being said, who side you all taking in this? And um, should is this is this beef is this beef really good for the NBA right now? I think it's amazing for the NBA. Um, yeah, it's ex- like these bubble games have been so intense. Um, but I'm I'm gonna take Dame's side on this. Um, he's clearly shown throughout his career that he is extremely clutch. It he may not have been to the finals, and he's not been that great later in rounds. But the the times he's lost later in rounds have been against the Warriors. So I don't think you re- really can like knock him for that. Like they're the Warriors. They've had KD. They've won multiple championships. They were a dynasty, so it's kind of hard to knock him for the that. One last, the one last He's, year was no KD. Yeah, yeah, I know, but still, that's that's definitely yeah, you're right. I, they had games that they could have won, but um, I think Dame was pretty gassed, and he was hurt, I believe. I think he hurt his ribs oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. in the second round. So he, was not, he wasn't the same after that. So, um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to take Dame's side because if you're Paul George, I'm. He has not been out of the first round since 2014. We've seen all his failures in the playoffs. We've seen playoff P just choke and chuck up like 40 shots and miss most of them. Um, I don't remember if you. I don't know if you guys remember that series against Cleveland. Um, where he airballed like a game-winning bucket or a game-tying bucket, he hasn't been the clutchest recently, um, especially not in the playoffs. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna have to take Dame's side because he—that th- is a rare occasion. I would never would would expect him to miss free throws. It happens. Um, they were both short, so I'm sure he was really gassed in that game. Even though that's not much of an excuse, but. Still, Dame has shown us on many occasions that he is clutch and that Dame time is for real. So I'm going to have to take Dame's side. If I'm Paul George, I'm the last person to talk to Dame, bro. Especially after I'm – a, I'm a Thunder fan, so last year it kind of hurt me saying that shot. But still, that's in your face, bro. It was a great day, but you no, cannot – No, bro, it was, it, was a, it was a terrible shot apparently. But you cannot be talking. He, he sent you all home last year. This, you didn't do anything in this game. When he missed the free throws, and the game it doesn't matter to y'all. So, I just want to say, um, Pat Bev, bro, stop, man. Like, just Pat Bev, you're out. You're not even playing, bro. Pat Bev, you're not playing. And even if you were playing, Dame's cooking you. Like, yeah, I remember he literally said he wanted him out there to cook. Yeah, him. literally, bro. Like, Pat Bev was talking way too much. I mean, Pat Bev is kind of funny though. He, he's good for NBA. You saw him pointing to his wrist, bro, when Dame started missing them. He said, dollar time, pointing at his wrist. I mean, Pat Bev, stay out of it, bro. You're not on his level. You're not on Dame's level. No and he's sending you home, too. You were on the court when he yeah, you were on the court against game him. winner was, yeah. in game six in his second year in the league. So you know damn well how clutch he is. PG, on the other hand, I mean, bro, man, he eyepieced you last year. and you, I mean, P, I feel like Paul George just can't accept – you know, like, the fact that he lost, bro. Like, even after that game, he was like, yeah, Dan took a bad shot, man. Whatever you say, it was a bad shot. Bro, you still lost the game, bro. Like, you let him shoot a, what was it, near a damn near half-court shot, bro, in your eye. Like, he, played, I, he, I played, he, he played good D. I will give him that. But he's still winning. Still winning. Yeah, still winning. Why, why are you in that position where it comes down to that shot? <laughs> the amount of clutch shots – that have been hit on Paul George, even though he, I am a Paul George fan and he does play good defense on those shots. I mean, he's gotten scored on in clutch situations in big games. I don't know if you guys remember that, uh, that layup LeBron hit to win the game in game two or game one of the Eastern conference. Yeah. That was, that was Frank Trent LeBron. Yeah. He, yeah. You, yeah. You're not yeah. stopping that, man. Um, but yeah, I would, yeah. Paul George, I'm going to ask Paul George yeah. this though. Like, if you if Kawhi wasn't on the team, bro, would you be saying the same thing? I feel like he wouldn't be talking, man. If Kawhi was not on your team, if you don't have the Terminator on your team, I don't think he'd be talking. I think he would just let it slide, and that would be the end of the story. But I think he knows this year, like, there's no way I'm going to lose to the Blazers this year. But uh, And he doesn't have to play them either. I mean, if they don't – I mean, if if the Blazers get the eight seed, they're probably playing the Lakers. They're, def- they're definitely playing the Lakers first. So, I mean – this is probably the last time you're going to meet them. So I think Paul George was like, you know, I'm going to be petty. I'm just going to throw it in there. But, I mean, it's a meaningless bubble game at the end of the day. Like, it's not it's not a game that will send you home, you know. Like, you send him home. Or, so, yeah. I mean, Paul George or George Paul, should I say. <laughs> um, oh, George Yeah, Paul. man, you shouldn't be talking, bro. That's all I'm going to say. I, I feel like 
the only player who could say something to Dame was Kawhi, but Kawhi would never say anything. So, yeah, like, I, I just don't, I just don't understand why you poke the bear because we knew he was gonna drop at least. 50 and then the next day he did, he drop did. 50, 51. I think everyone and their mother knew he was going to cook Thank yesterday. And he did. 24 at half, I believe. He was cooking yesterday. Um, but, yeah, Dame, I mean. Dame time's a real thing, bro. Don't I sleep. Think, I think I saw the percentage. It was like he had a 1.2% chance of missing both free throws. That's, that's just something that we just don't expect from Dame. So, of course, yeah. it happens. You're going to be so surprised. That's why Pat Bev yeah. was shocked, and so was PG. And I mean, yeah. Um, that's why I guess. And like the like the fact that we just casually like knew that he was gonna drop fifty just showed how great of a player he is. Like we just knew it was gonna happen. Like I th- I don't think any of us were surprised he dropped fifty one last night. Mm. That was that was good. I mean I had a bet on that game, and uh, listen they were down at one point. I was scared, but you know deep down I knew. I said Dame gonna come back and he's gonna score. And uh, yeah he's. And he's carried this franchise for years now. Like, you got to give him his respect. For also, sure. guys, um, breaking news. I don't know if you guys are watching this, but the Suns are about to go 6 0. They're up by 17. Let me, just, quarter, tell quarter. Let me just tell you all something. It's book season, bro. Yeah, they're bubble, cooking right now. Bubble Booker is. They're up 20, they're up 20 now. now. Yeah, it's they're looking, cooking now. I mean, yeah, I, this I is like looking. That. This is a little scary, bro. This is a little scary, man. This is getting very scary. Devin Booker is 35. Yeah, Devin Booker is 35. Bubble uh, Booker is the best player in. The bubble, bro. Wait, Aiden, Aiden wasn't playing the first half, right? Nah. Yeah, and he's only played Did he, show up, he show up later or something? Like, what happened? He got yeah. tested? Oh, <clears throat> yeah. He, he started the oh, second Jesus. quarter. Yeah, well, I mean, they were down, but, I mean, Aiden came in. I, won't, I wonder what Aiden's plus minus is. He must be like a plus 30 right now, bro. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as he came in, they started coming back. Because they put Booker and um, Aiden in at the same time. And they started making a little run. Okay, so. well, all right. The Sixers, I mean, the Suns, the last two games are going to be against the Sixers without Ben Simmons. And I don't know if Joel... And the Mavs, and the Mavs right? Which I don't know about the, the Mavs game, but I know for a fact the Sixers game is going to be without maybe Embiid too, right? Embiid got hurt. Yeah, uh, I don't think Luka's going to play either. He's resting today. Yeah, too. so the Suns, I think they're going to 8-0, bro. Wow. <laughs> I think they're going to 8-0, man. Uh, let's, let's go back to before the bubble started. And like, like someone said, Booker will cut. I think wait, you had prediction. I don't know what your prediction was, but I remember you I predicted that the the Suns could go six and two, and we were all laughing at you. That's crazy. That's crazy. That is really crazy, bro. It's almost like it's always happened, bro. But that's a story for another time. That's actually crazy. No, I mean nobody expected the Suns to be this dirty, man. I'm not. And this is without Ubre too, bro. So I mean, I don't know. This is just crazy, bro. Ubre could come back. Honestly, he'll be the next last game. So Man, if I'm the Lakers, I don't know who I want to play first. The Red Hot Suns, the experienced Blazers. I mean, it's come. Wait, would, I mean, even if the Suns go eight and zero, they they're still the ninth seed or tenth seed right now, right? If they go eight and zero, I think uh, Memphis has to lose a few games or a couple more games. No, they're, they're a game half game behind Memphis. Memphis. Oh shit! I think I think uh, I think the playing game is going to be the Blazers and the Suns. But I think the Blazers will be the eighth seed. Yeah, oh, man, that's gonna be crazy, bro. But Devin Booker is playing on the show right now. He's averaging like crazy numbers. Right he's, now. A, he's a superstar. I want to What is going on with the Thunder, bro? Like, what? Are, they're just lacking. They're not, they're not playing anyone. They're resting. They're resting. All, they rested Gallo, um, SGA, and uh, Stephen Adams, and they're not playing um, Schroeder, obviously, and Nerlens Noel's Dang, out. I guess the I guess the Thunder is ready to play the Rockets in the first round, bro. Oof. 
That's yes, sir. Be, that's gonna be that's gonna be that good. should be fun. Um, Thunder Thunder's defense when Shay when Shay and everyone's there, it's very good, bro. That's a very good defense. Yeah. Shay is probably one of the best finishers in the league, honestly. Like if you guys see his his finishing arsenal, that is very elite. Um he's gonna be a great player for years. The percentage isn't there yet, but you can just you just know he's gonna be like that. Like Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean the rock, the, the Rockets. The thing about the Rockets is, I mean, Stephen Adams is gonna have to show off against against them, man. That's like the only way because they're your, your guards are not outscoring the Rockets guards, man. Simple as that. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see that playoff series. Uh, moving on from that, all that stuff, let's go to the uh, the two number one seeds in the East and the West. Um, the Lakers clinched the number one seed. I think what Wednesday? This last Wednesday, Tuesday, something like that. They play the Jazz. Yeah, the, after beat the, the Jazz, jazz Monday. Um, I think AD dropped 40, 41 or 42 or something like that. Crazy game. But ever since then, they have been lacking, losing three in a row. And now they are on um, – I mean, they're not looking very good at all. Their offense has looked horrible in these past three games. It's the worst, worst offense, offense in, the in the bubble. And, I mean, we've seen LeBron James sat out one game and then um, they just couldn't hit any threes against – I think it was the Thunder, right? They couldn't hit any threes. Actually, all three games besides yeah. the Pacers game. And AD is just – I mean, AD showed play the entire game or played most of the game against the uh, Pacers, and he dropped eight points total. So, is this a cause for concern, or is it just a lack of effort? Concern. They need – because they're not – but too many things that don't look good to me. That Who's their guard? They need that scoring guard, which I still don't see. AQC, bro. They need – Okay. Okay, bro. They need consistent. That's all I have to say to that. They have, they need consistent, great minutes from Kuzma. I don't I don't want to see Kuzma score thirteen one game on efficient four for five versus another three for thirteen performance. And LeBron, you cannot lose that game against the Pacers. You when you're up three with three minutes left, you have to close that game out. And like the Clippers, that's a different story. I feel like the Clippers, we know, is a lack of effort because they're not even playing yeah. the whole team, bro. <laughs> like we saw, like, yeah, they they just put in they just put in their bench lineup in clutch situations just because they don't feel they just want to see how they still want to perform in those and situations. Also, last night, uh, PG sat out the last against the Nets, and then the night before that or the day before that, Kawhi wasn't playing. So I mean, they, I know they haven't played as a whole entire unit so far besides the game against the uh, the Lakers, but even there, and Trez yeah, is so back. I don't know, man. Be Clippers, scared. we still haven't seen the real Clippers come out yet, so I don't know. And um, all, all year they played like how many games they played together like as a total? Twelve, and they're, they're, dirty. And they're exactly. eleven and one. That's disgusting. And the, guess who the loss is against the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, That's all I'm gonna ooh, say. Game, beat them in the seven game series, bro. Okay, well, this is gonna okay. happen, man. All okay. right. I, I'm going to say this right now. The Lakers right now, they do not look good. And it's concerning to me because Anthony Davis is starting to settle. I mean, I think that one game after the Jazz, he thought he was a jump shooter because he's been taking so many jump shots recently, man. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but he is just posting. He's not even posting up anymore. He doesn't want to take him to the rim. He thinks he can take those mid-range shots. Um, he's taking way more threes, I'm, think, I'm assuming. But the Lakers are not hitting threes. I think they were – I mean – they were just looking horrible. I think the Blazers at one point had one had more threes in a single game than the Lakers had in the entire bubble. That that was one of the stats I saw um, against the Pacers. TJ Warren, I don't know if he's a bucket or the Lakers weren't playing defense, but he's a bucket. 
Nah, he he was a bucket. He was a bucket, <laughs> and I, I the, the Rockets game. I'll give you that because you know Houston has something to play for. Lakers did not, uh, but the Thunder game was just absolutely horrible, bro. That game I could not watch. It was so boring. Um, the Lakers were getting open shots; they just couldn't hit anything. And that's the thing. Once you once you get AD in the post, I feel like he's supposed to draw defenders in and kick it back out if there's open shot. But um, they're not hitting anything, so I don't. I don't know, man. That's that's a that's a bigger concern than I, than um, yeah. I mean, this just don't look good. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm pretty concerned too. Uh, 80's in- inconsistency has been the most concerning to me. Started off with 34 against the Clippers. We clearly saw he was the best player on the floor for most of that game, um, and then followed it up with two of seven against the Raptors in 35 minutes. Like, that's inexcusable. How are you only shooting seven shots? Um, and then he followed it up with 42 and hit four threes and hasn't hit a three in three games since. So I, I, it's just so up and down with him. You can't really tell uh, which AD you're going to get. Um, he only took eight shots against the Rockets, and LeBron wasn't even playing. So, like, he needs to be more aggressive in the paint. Um I felt like he could have been a lot more assertive, especially in that Rockets game. Like, come on, you're the biggest dude on the floor. You're the most talented dude on the floor, um, besides Harden, I guess. But, um, yeah, it's just super concerning. Also, when LeBron leaves the court, they just don't look like they know what oh, they're yeah. doing. They're, like, it's just it's it so looks like a chicken hard it looks like to watch sometimes. Over his head, man. They're literally – they have no direction yeah. at all. <laughs> like, in that Pacers game – they took. They went up. LeBron was in the game to start the fourth. They went up by five with Taylor Horton Tucker on the court, alongside Jared Dudley, with LeBron and then two other players that and Dwight, and I believe Quinn Cook. They took LeBron out with about seven six minutes left, and the Pacers went on a run. The Lakers could not find their offense. AD could not handle the double teams. That I think that's a big issue for him. I don't know why he hasn't been able to figure it out by now because guy in New Orleans, and he was getting double teamed a lot. So I feel like he should know how to circumvent those double teams because they were just doubling him every time he caught it in the post, and he either would turn take it a over, jump shot. <laughs> take, a, take a step back jump shot. Oh, like, man. what are you doing? You're 6'11 with the 7'6 wingspan taking step back jumpers. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. His rebounding hasn't been great. He's only had two double-digit rebound games um, since the start of the restart. Um uh, it's just been the, the effort level. I don't know if it's about him not trying or him being hurt because, I, I mean, he rolled his ankle a few times. But it's just really concerning to me because I feel like LeBron's just going to have to carry the load. And every time he comes off the court, it's just going to – like they're just going to be on life support every time. And he's going to come back and have to save them, as he always has in his career. They're so wrong. It's it's pretty concerning. And the the shooting, obviously, has been horrid. Uh They've gotten open shots. They just haven't hit them. I think Twitter needs to start bullying Danny Green even more, <laughs> um, like they did with Casey Davis, yeah, I mean, so he can get back on track. Very bad. I don't know if y'all saw that. that ta- the pa- the terrible lob. He thought, he thought, I don't even know what that LeBron was. was Superman. But, um, yeah. Um, I'll say this right now, though, man. AD, if you're a top five or six player in the league, like a lot of people agree that you are, you should not play, have putting up eight points 
in 35 minutes, man. That is just not acceptable, bro. I don't care if you're not trying. Like, just ask the coach to sit out the game, bro. Like, I think eight points in 35 minutes, that is just – that's a cause for concern. And uh, I, I think yeah. – I mean, I feel like the Lakers are built bronze-centric and AD-centric, but, I mean, now I think it's just bronze-centric, bro. Because AD, I feel like he picks and chooses when he wants to play. <laughs> yeah. So, and he's a 33% three-point shooter. I don't know why he's shooting so many he's trying to get shots anyway. up. I honestly don't know, bro. It is, it is a little bit concerning, though. Um, and now we're going to shift gears to the other team on the other coast. We're going to the East, Eastern Conference now. Um, the Bucks also clinched the number one seed. They, they had a huge lead coming into the bubble, so I think they barely need to do anything. Um, they've been, uh, they have been a little questionable. I think after the um, – once the bubble restarted, let's see, they won against the, the Celtics, and then they lost the Rockets and lost to the Nets, and then came out, beat the Heat, beat the heat. lost the Mavs. So now they're 2-3 and three in the bubble. Um, is this a cause for concern? I, I don't think it's a cause for concern. I, I clearly think they're not trying. Um, they've been, like, experimenting lineups. Um, they've been starting different people at the guards. Obviously, they didn't have Connaughton and – blood so to start off so um i really don't think they've been trying off against brooklyn they played the starters for one half and then just benched the benched them the second half so you really can't blame them for losing that i guess um but yeah i mean once they started trying against the heat they really oh yeah they were just and they, they showed were down they like are. 23 at one point in the first half yeah and the, so you know like when they turn it up they're gonna run through like the heat and a lot of the lesser teams in the East. Um, I, I I really don't think they've been putting up the effort they have. They've been resting guys. Some guys have been in and out. So they're clearly not trying, I feel. I like. just think it's concerning for me because the team will go as far as Giannis takes them. And if, let's say, Giannis does not have the, the best of games, what's Chris Middleton going to do? That's my concerning aspect of it. <laughs> that He is my problem. Chris Middleton, hey, Listen, bro, I, I'm not concerned about the Bucks. I'm just – but I feel like the games that they did try, like against the Rockets, because I know for a fact they were trying against the Rockets, um, they they were just getting outplayed. I mean, they – I feel like – I mean, I feel like the Rockets do that to everybody. Like, they just make you your big man. They make you focus on your big man. And uh, Brooke Lopez was good, but not good enough to beat the, the, um, the Rockets. And I also have concern about – their the their ability to close out games because in clutch situations yeah. I don't know I feel like they have a confused they're confused on who to give the ball to Giannis who is obviously the best player or Chris Middleton who's you know the best shooter at times um, and, and shot, shot creator, creator. But, you know against the Mavs against the Mavs it was like it just looked like we saw that that possession I mean against the Rockets too it was Middleton airballing a three and then just breaking another three and. Giannis, Giannis turning, turning it, over. it over, it was just bad. Because I feel like this team is so used to, like, destroying teams, like, just running through them, that they don't really know how to close out games like that. Like, they don't have that really a, a very a good, good like, because their, their margin of victory, I think, is, like, it's a record. It's the highest. It's the highest, the, it's the highest, highest in the league, league. Like, yeah. They've been destroying teams when they beat them. Giannis doesn't even play the fourth quarter half the times. So, I mean, close games, they're, they just don't play as well as they should be. Yeah, that is a cause for concern. Actually, I forgot about that. The the just the clutch clutch aspect 
they've been struggling in, and I don't know if they know who they're going to every single time. Like you know, nine times out of ten with the Clippers, it's probably going to be Kawhi. But, I mean, I don't know. They just looked really discombobulated in that Rockets game, um, just throwing up prayers, um, and obviously they had that turnover with Giannis. So I think they just need to figure out that clutch, the clutch uh, time team, who they're going to play, who they're going to go to. Um, and But besides that, I, I don't really think they've been trying. Yeah, so. I, I want to say, like, if you have a three to win the game, if you need a three to tie the game, as, and you're the Bucks. I mean, you want the ball in Giannis's hand, but you everybody knows Middleton's shooting that. Because, like, if I'm defending Giannis and they need a three win, I'm letting him shoot that all day, bro. Um, but, and I, the thing is, I'm not scared of Middleton taking the shot either. So I honestly don't know what to do with the Bucks, man. Uh, Budenholzer just needs, like, that one clutch guy. Like, the Lakers had Robert Ori. They just don't have this one, like, experienced vet, besides Kyle Corbin, of course, but he's not, like, clutch. I mean, they don't have that one, you know, closing guy who got that dog mentality who's not scared to shoot it, not scared to win games like a Paul Pierce type of player. Like, they don't have that. So, I mean, that is something to be concerned about, especially when they get in the playoffs and the games are much tighter. But yeah. that's something you can do against the Clippers. You have to be up. You don't want to be in that clutch situation. With... Yeah, because they got guys. They got Paul George. They got Kawhi. They got Lou Will. Those are all guys who can hit clutch shots and have done that throughout their career. I think in the East, I mean, even against the Raptors, bro, like you got guys over there with just dog mentality in the, on the Raptors. Cause I know Siakam can hit big shots. I've seen Kyle Lowry hit big shots. I've seen Fred and Fleet. We've seen Fred. Yeah. They got, they got yes. shooters. They got snipers who are not afraid of the moment. I feel like the rap, the Bucks just don't have that yet. Cause it, I mean, let's, let's be honest here. They haven't been to any huge games in the conference finals last year. We saw what happened. They couldn't close it out. So, I mean, it is a culture. Yeah. And obviously with the Celtics, you have Brown, Kemba, Tatum. and Tatum, who are all proven clutch guys. So, yeah, it, they, they just need to find their groove in the clutch time. I think they should be good. Um, but, I mean, who knows? We, we haven't seen it to this day. So Well, tonight, tonight's the, gonna be the night for Chris Middleton, man. He better show off tonight, but if he comes out and lays an egg, yeah. I'm going to be roasting this, man. Um, Giannis is not playing tonight. He has some oral surgery, I think. So, uh, yeah. Milton, I'm expecting 30 or more, man. 30 or more, or they're getting blown out. Simple as that, man. It's 30 yeah. or more. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I think the Bucks, I, I for sure. I mean, the Raptors have been looking so good. I don't know if the the Bucks, mm-hmm. I, The, the Rockets, Rock, yeah. too. The Raptors looking really good. So, I, I mean, if I'm the Bucks, I'll be a little scared. Just a little bit. Yeah. Celtics made a statement against the yeah. Raptors oh, that yeah. game, too. So. I mean, the East is looking – very tight. I think it's a three-team race. I feel it like before it was more like I think I knew. I was like, oh yeah, the Bucks are gonna get to the finals easy. Now uh-huh. it's kind of like a toss-up, man. Yeah, I still feel like the Celtics need one more dude against the against uh, the Bucks. I mean, they were they were close yeah, I, that last game, and Tatum Tatum was yeah. playing like trash. That is very strong that game. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I for me. Bucks, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like this bubble, these bubble. I mean, they're playing the Wizards tomorrow night, so I know that game's gonna be nothing. And they probably got the they got the Grizzlies the next day, so I'm pretty sure the Grizzlies are gonna be out the playoffs too. So they got a bunch of meaningless games coming up. Giannis is not playing t- today, so uh, yeah. I, first round of the playoffs starts what August August fifteenth, right? 17th? August seventeenth. 
Yeah, the plans uh, start the fourth. Okay, so next week as we start, we're gonna know the playoffs and so we can predict them all. Bet. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I think we'll probably have to have an early show then, because I don't know what time the games are gonna be. They might be earlier in the day, so we're gonna have to start those predictions early too. Because the that next week, the seventeenth is the day of our show. Yes, so. sir. So uh, it's gonna be very, very yeah. exciting, man. Playoff game, playoff basketball back. Um, NFL's yeah. coming back in a month from now, September 10th. Uh, I think Chiefs play oh, – who did they play first? The, Texans, the Texans. Chiefs, Texans. One, one, one month one from month now. One month from today, it's going to be Chiefs, Texans, and Arrowhead. Um, can't wait for that. But, yeah, everything's coming back, man. Everything's coming back. NBA playoffs about to start soon mm-hmm. next week. So, uh, yeah. The seeding games went by so fast. Damn, it's been, like the playoffs are, like, coming. Like, it's a week from now. It's been, now. what, two weeks? July 30th to now, it's – oh, wait, it's been a week. What am I saying? It's about to be two weeks next week. It's like like 12 days almost. Oh, man. That's crazy, bro. Playoffs are going to go to October, though, so we're going to have a long, a lot of things, bro. It's, it's exciting, bro. It's exciting to be basketball. Yeah. We're going to have NFL and basketball at the same time. Pretty crazy. Right, let me ask you this, man. Let's say Chiefs play – Chiefs play the uh, Buccaneers on a Sunday night game, but the conference finals are on right now. Game one of the conference finals. What game are you watching, bro? I'm watching one on the computer and one on the TV, bro. <laughs> that's too hard man, to do. That's choose. crazy, but I, yeah, I probably I'll, used it there. I'll, I'll switch it out. Confirm. If it's a finals game, I'll watch the finals. But if it's a conference finals game one, bro, I'm, I would, I'll probably watch the Buccaneers game, no cap. And plus, we all know. We all know well, anyways, it's going to be Patrick Mahomes, so regardless. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. Lamar, Lamar. Yeah, man, we go, go up 95. The team looking real scary up there, bro. I'm not even winning the division this year, bro. That's the Steelers. Come on, bro. You know that. Okay. okay Extremely good cap. The Ravens are going 15. Very, and very one. good cap. Oh, my God. 15 and 1. Whoa, okay. That's actually they That's a lot. Who are they going to lose to? They're they stacked. Play, they got to play the stacked. Chiefs, man. And don't forget, they got to play the Cowboys, too, bro. I'm not worried. <laughs> All right, man. What that is going to do, that is going to wrap up our show for this week. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram. All right. At City Boy Rock Podcast. Um, every day we're posting new content. I think this we're going to be posting NFL content from now on to the start. It's going to take us all the way there. So very excited for that. Um, DMs are always open. DM us. Um, and, yeah, thank you all so much for listening. See you soon. See you. See you soon. Thank Stay you, guys. Stay safe, y'all.